0: I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. Minnesota, with their first free throw attempt to the fourth quarter after they had 16 in the third. Listen to this Jimmy Butler chant as Carl Anthony pounds is shooting free throws. Oh! Wow. <laughs> Give it up to the fans for that one. Hey. <laughs> video in the house
1: tonight.
0: Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Welcome! You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead media member at MavsMoneyWall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, and always fiery. What you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns is going to be hearing Jimmy Butler chants in his dreams tonight. It's going to be like Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Victory Lane or whatever it is.
0: <laughs> Victory Plaza.
1: <laughs> Victory Plaza, because... Shout out to Mavs fans, man. Y'all came out and if showed up. If you
0: were there enchanting chanting Jimmy Butler, I would like to salute you. Also, if okay. anyone can find the person where it started. It started like behind the goal. The, I would like to have them on the podcast. Very Lower much.
1: bowl, behind the goal. I don't know what section it was. It was a small group of people. And it grew and grew and grew. And I'm like, oh my gosh. is that The first time I heard it, I was like, is that what I think they're saying? Is that Are they really saying Jimmy Butler? And by the end of the game... It was
0: unreal. I watched the game on a delay because I was working, and uh, and you texted me, and you're like, uh, the the crowd is chanting Jimmy Butler. And so you told me that. I was listening for it. I heard it like right away, and I was like, oh, my gosh. They're doing it the whole game. <laughs> Every time someone went to the free throw line, uh, somebody was chanting Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Towns, that last one, the clip that we played at the beginning of this podcast for the intro, Towns missed that shot because of the chant. It really yeah, got he, in his head, and that's why Follow reacted the way he Follow doesn't react like that for anything. But he realized that that actually got to his head. Oh man! On today's podcast, we're just doing a instant reaction on the Mavericks' 140 to 136 win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're gonna hear from Luka Doncic later in the podcast. Got some audio from him and. Uh, yeah, so you'll hear from Luka Doncic, so keep listening for that. And this is just our reaction. It's going to be completely different from the first podcast, <laughs> the game pod reaction, because it was so sad. Uh, but this one's going to be a lot of fun. This was such a fun game. I-, I enjoyed every minute of this game. I mean, there's back and forth. There's a ton of free throws, ton of fouls. I didn't really like that as much. Um, the Mavericks had 28 fouls, and the Timberwolves had 30 fouls. <laughs>
1: Very yeah, long of game. I wish I looked up uh, the duration of the
0: game. Oh um, but- uh, man, it, the the game seemed like it, it took me so long to to uh, game time two hours thirty two minutes. So not not really that long. Mm,
1: it felt but, like forever, but it, but it, it was great.
0: Like a long time it took. It felt like it took me forever to watch. Eleven lead changes, nine times a tied. There was a lot of back and forth. Um, Man, give me. Let's just start. Let's start from the beginning and get all the way through the game. Just reaction. We're gonna do a full breakdown of the game and how it was played and all that stuff. I got some feedback from people that we needed to do more in depth on the games, and totally get that. And uh, and so we'll. Yeah.
1: How how in depth y'all want? Though. I mean, we could say and talk about offensive schemes and playbooks (laughs) and all this stuff. But
0: anyway, I think they want that. I think that's what they want. I think there's an appetite Uh, for that. But we can we can dive into that stuff. But uh, we'll get we'll give the game a second watch and. And we'll be able to break down some more film and stuff like that on it Um, on Monday's podcast. This is just instant reaction. Wanted to, you know. We're recording this
1: after midnight, after the game. (laughs) Yeah. This is dedication. Uh, Fans, hey, this is for y'all. This
0: is an extra podcast just straight for the Raccoon Squad, the day ones, all of you out there. So. Uh, that's all we're going to do. We have no other segments or anything like that. We're just doing an instant reaction. We'll start from the from what it was like in the arena from Isaac to all the way through. Um I'll bring up some things on the broadcast and all that kind of stuff. So Isaac, going in what time did you get to the game tonight?
1: I got there super super early because um one's a Saturday and I just didn't have much going on so I could get there really early and uh, they had the Victory Plaza, they had a party on the plaza. Fox Sports, uh, Sports Southwest had their their thing live set up starting at 6. Uh, you know, tip I was at 7.30. So they had a bunch of cool stuff going on outside. Um, but then I just went and said, you know, if I can get to a game early, I'll just go and sit on the front row underneath the basket and watch people warm up and uh, just see how the players interact and different stuff like that. And, but once the doors opened, you know, the, every single seat in it was uh, in their whole arena. had a blue Mavs t-shirt on it that said, The future is now. I tweeted out a picture of it. It was really cool. The whole place was just all blue. Uh, it was a blue out, I guess, if you want to say. Um, but no, it just... Uh, blue out. <laughs> like the, like, like, blew like out a high tire. school game. Like. It's a white... It's a white... <laughs> no, no. I'm blue out of tire. Um, but no, it, so, so I went to... Uh, and then it was time for you know like the crowd came in all this stuff and what's cool is Luca uh, warms up uh, close enough to tip off to where uh, play where the fans are in there so you know no one ever gets to see Dirk warm up uh, you know doors open around six normally and there's a lot of players that purposely warm up before six o'clock b- before fans get in there yeah and because uh, they allow
0: so they allow fans to go down to like as close to the floor as you can with still being in like the bleacher area. They allow fans to go down there, and you'll see if you go there early that fans pool in like the two tunnel areas where where you know the players go, and so and they get, I mean, they get asked for all kinds of things, and a lot of times they'll stop and sign autographs and stuff. But yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't really help if you're trying to get focused and ready for a game.
1: What's cool is Luca, um, Luca, it warms up while the fans are coming in or while fans are already there. So I like to see how the young guys interact with fans. If they just blow them off, if they just go on, if they just whatever it is. And Dennis, you know, always signs, all this stuff. Finney Smith, a lot of the Mavs players are really, really good about signing for fans and stuff. Luca finishes his warm up. Okay. Now reminder, this is the very first home game for <laughs> Luka Doncic in Dallas. And I promise you, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen it for I haven't seen it like this for a Mavs player since I've been covering the team. It was absolutely insane. I mean, he came off the floor, and I posted a few videos of it. I posted a picture of it, and you can see the whole crowd. Like, there were so many people. They had the head of security come over. They had two security guards around him. The people were following him. I was videoing. People were ju- trying to jump over, like, three rows, trying to hand him stuff and signing. People hollering. people hollering at him in different languages, back other different ro- rows. I mean, I was talking to another national writer, our buddy, um, our buddy John Sharks, and yeah. I was talking to him, and we, and he came over after we're sitting there talking. And he goes, "Man, I've never seen, I've never seen it like this here in Dallas. Like I've never seen it like the crowd and fans so excited and just swarming Luca like that." And it was something really random. This one, this one guy goes, "Luca, I have a gift for you." <laughs> and he reaches out and he hands Luca one of those pop figurines, and it's an Overwatch character. And Luca's like, oh, oh, thank you, and he takes it. Your and Luka Luca takes awful, it by the way. <laughs> and it was, it was open. Luca opened it in his locker after the game. I saw it in his locker. That's so great. So anyway, it was. He went down the line, signed autographs, took pictures. It was incredible. Like he doesn't have to do that, but the hype in Dallas right now around Luca, it's unbelievable. And then it led into the the pregame intros and. They entered With the being the home opener, they introduced the whole roster. So they started off with Costas, went through everyone, and of course the last one, man, was Dirk. And that was just, yeah, mm. I mean you just get your, mm. it gets everything. And I was at shoot around this morning, which was incredible because I posted this picture and everybody, the, all the players are gone, all the practice is over, shoot arounds over, the whole gym was empty. Carlisle was finishing up his last comments. He actually went last in talking to the media today. And you look over and there's Dirk by himself, no trainers, no coaches, nothing. He's by himself with a towel over his head on the treadmill, just wearing it out, trying to get – like it, it just personified Dirk Nowitzki that 21st season he's in there and he is working his butt off, pouring with sweat over there because he wants to get back and play this game. And and then tonight obviously seeing him introduced and he had this awesome like baby blue suit on and the crowd just went nuts and he's the number one cheerleader and it's just the, it's the coolest thing. But, but yeah, that – the whole atmosphere and everything the mavs laid out this blue carpet instead of like a red carpet they laid out a blue carpet had the, had curtains and stuff set out that was where players from the player garage to the locker room it was like paparazzi they walked on the carpet it was like super <laughs> fancy people took pictures of them the whole time rolled all this camera footage and they were all like it was it was a whole big night like it was this was opening night and they made it big time and it was really cool heading up into tip
0: off You gotta love it. You gotta love like when a team feels like they're back. When a team feels like they're and back in the sense that they're relevant again. You know that they're not trying to lose games. They're not going to be this terrible team. You know they're they when they feel like they're back, you can feel it from the top all the way to the bottom. You can feel it all throughout and all different levels. The ticket people feel it. You know all all kinds like to the concessions. You know to everybody. Like they all kind of feel it, and uh, it's pretty cool. There's no other really business like that you know what i mean where if one area is is you know one area where one area affects another so much you know what i mean in terms of like basketball play and how much I know, Luka, somebody will tweet me and be like what about this like <laughs> and how
1: much luca brings just excitement to the fan base and you saw it at the beginning of the game because uh one thing that's not back is our defense Yeah, and because it sucks but with luca everyone's so excited for this European kid. You know, it's like, oh, who's this new kid prodigy Is supposed to save the Mavericks and all stuff? And you could almost hear the, the gasp of fans of, like, when he turned it over at the beginning of the game when he walked and, and, and then he missed a shot. He started off, like, 0 for 3 or 0 for 4, whatever it was. And it's like he couldn't get – like, people wanted him to score so bad. It's like yeah. they're they're on the edge of their seats just waiting to erupt. And once that first run of highlights came and he hit a few th- – I, it just blew up. I mean, people just—the whole crowd was just going nuts, and I probably haven't felt the crowd that energetic since Dirk Thirty K. <laughs> Get out of here, <laughs> uh, the Dirk Thirty K night. That yeah. was uh, probably since that night. Was it? Has it been this exciting,
0: man? And y- so you mentioned—you mentioned Luca. Uh, you know, struggled at the beginning. I think he was. I'm looking at, right, at it right now. Actually, he was over three in the first quarter. Played about nine minutes, and then that second quarter, man, he, what a second! That was so much fun. If you're yeah. able to uh, go back and watch that, <laughs> go back and watch that game again. Um, I'm Josh gonna...
1: Akoji. yeah, Bro, welcome to welcome to the league. Welcome Yikes. to professional basketball. Uh,
0: uh, but... You can fo- you can actually go to. Um, I'm going to give you guys a site. It's uh uh-huh. NBA full replays, NBA HD legal? full replays. You can Google that and, uh, and you can go watch the game back again. Okay. <laughs> that's my, that's my one plug. For that. Um, so, uh, man, that second quarter, 15 points. I mean, he was like, he was on fire. 15
1: points. And if I'm not mistaken in the final, like seven minutes of the second quarter, like it was, it was like bam, bam, bam. Like, and the dude was rolling, got hot.
0: Yeah, he he. Yeah, he hit his first points um, with six minutes and forty one seconds left to go in the in the second quarter. So all of that was was in the last six minutes and forty one seconds of the quarter. All of his fifteen points. And man. man, was
1: that exciting! Like once he got rolling and he felt that confidence, he briefly talked about it a little bit after the game, just like how much he was like, "Oh, I was playing bad," you know, but like it just you could tell and that, that it.
0: That's the difference between a player like Luca and a player like DeAndre Ayton. You know, we we talk about DeAndre Ayton; he played, you know, really good against against the Mavericks. But a, a player like Luca can get hot like that and just yeah. not miss, and it just changes things. Trey Young's another guy that can can do that same kind of thing, but like DeAndre Ayton, who's kind of. And he can he can get hot and you know hit some jumpers and things but he's not gonna hit the way Luca he's not gonna hit threes the way Luca does he's not gonna be able to drive in the lane from the top of the key and you know get these floaters and throw these passes out and you know just get super hot and take over you know what I mean it's it's a different it's a different kind and when it's when it's a wing or a guard like Luca it's, it's sometimes it's just it's just more exciting at this point in in this era of the NBA right now it, and when he isos out
1: like I mean, Josh Koji, I know he's a rookie and stuff, but he's still a very, like, uh, athletic wing He's supposed you know, to be a good wing, defender. Like that's, yeah. that's his thing. Hey, Andrew Wiggins got, you know, I know he's not, like, allowed you know, for his defense stuff, but, like, he got switched off on Luka. Luca gave Luca Luka gave him the step-back three treatment. Uh, but, man, Luka's, Luka has this, like... His dribble moves at six eight, like it just catches people off guard. And that quick, that that one play, I think it might have been second half when he went between the legs and then crossed and went in the lane and kind of uh, Koji went flying in front of him. Did this like one handed little floater. Everybody, you know, posted a video of it and stuff. But that that first super quick between the leg move, it's nasty. I mean, he, yeah.
0: He has these plays, and I think I'm going to do a video on this. He has these plays, like these 200 IQ plays, where like he just does stuff that you're like, what? Like, <laughs> you know these yeah. these plays that just throw you back. Like, how did he even that play? I think it was in the third quarter. Um, I think it was is either in the third or the fourth where, no, 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 it was, there's two plays like back to back. Um, in the fourth quarter, two minutes and forty six seconds, Luca posts up Derrick Rose. He tries to spin around him over his left shoulder, so he spins left towards the like towards the basket, and he runs back into Derrick Rose. So he's supposed to spin and go around him, but instead Derrick Rose is able to slide and get his you know feet next to him, and uh, <laughs> Luca runs into Derrick Rose. He like falls down backwards, but he falls straight back, and he shoots a jumper while he's falling down, and he hits it. <laughs> yeah you're like what is this and then he had another one which was like this leaning one-handed floater that he that he does that dennis Smith jr just could only dream about (laughs) about doing you know like yeah he's leaning and it was back-to-back plays that he hit it and i put 200 iq plays next to both of them i mean he just does some stuff that is just wild. he's a wizard with the ball he had one. He had one ISO out on a Koji, to where
1: I mean, he just put him on skates. He did like three. he missed yeah. the three, so it's not on a bunch of highlights. But he missed it. He missed the shot. But I still have a GIF of it. I'll try to find it and share it the next day or so. But like. He, I mean, he did some moves, and, like, he got him. He had the open shot, missed the shot. But it's, like, those type of things where you just want to be like, oh, wait, I, w- I thought he wasn't supposed to be able to do these things, you know, coming from Europe and, like, all this stuff. He's slower for the NBA. But I like that he showed a lot of emotions tonight. There's a couple yes. plays uh, that – Uh, I know I tweeted a gif of like when he hit a three in the second in second half, and he was you know doing some of his arms like he was you know pumped up about it. But he it's like in the second quarter I think when he had his first big like run or first big basket, he turned around and yelled and like crossed his arms like really got hyped, and that's the stuff that he's like. Okay, like he's feeling it, the fans are feeling it, like get big, Luca.
0: I love his little like load up, His like he almost does the Iron Man like load up the arm and shoot <laughs> shoot out of his arm yeah. thing after he hits a three. Uh, love that, love that he gets into it like that. And yeah, he does, he gets emotional and he talked about after the game how the fans helped him get back into the game, that he yeah. hears that and it energizes him and it gets him back in the game. Like We don't talk about that enough <laughs> in, in basketball media, like in NBA media where... Fans will help players play better, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like it, it seems so weird to think that just noise or energy, like that energy, can help you in a game. But because it, it's impossible to quantify, you know, it's impossible to say, oh, well, be well because when the fans are cheering at a certain decibel, that means that Luca shoots a certain percentage. Like, you know, you can't do anything like that. <laughs> that would yeah. be impossible. How would that even work? You can't do that with film. Uh, but it, it, it he said that it helps and he said it helped him
1: and you could you could feel the fans the whole night and that was i want to leave uh we're going to break it down more on monday but we'll talk more about the bad start to the game on Monday and how yeah. bad it was, the defense, uh, Rick getting a technical, and how much of a steady force. I do want to give a shout out to, to JJ so far. Like, this is two straight games to where they have started off horrific on the
0: defensive side of the ball. Yeah, it was a 22-9 to 9 start. Minnesota was up 22-9 to 9 with six minutes and 24 seconds left in the first quarter. Yeah, so, like, and
1: JJ came in and he was like the stabilizer. Like we're, we're hoping that and J- the Harrison Barnes yes. will be, but like he was a stabilizer. He, I mean, robbed right the bat, He had like three assists, nine points. Hit, it, banked in a three. Had it, you know, got to the you know the basket a few times. Like it feels like sometimes that like he gets to the basket easier than Dennis, and that's weird. But. Um, He's just crafty. I mean he's crafty. A, it's a
0: cliche, but he just is.
1: <laughs> we'll talk more about it on Monday. But like when Dennis got in valve trouble and JJ got in there with the starters and Yeah, okay. Well how good JJ plays with some of the starters and stuff. But anyway, yeah, that um just Lucas second quarter going into the you know the second half and Brokoff got in there, hit a three, and then, you know, never got any more time. But, uh.
0: Yeah, how much did, did Brokoff. He played one minute and 39 seconds. Shot one three, I got think, a rebound. Now's it. I think he. I thought he shot like two or three threes. Oh, I'm sorry. I only have it on the second quarter. My bad. My bad. Oh, okay. He didn't play very much, though. He only played a few minutes. Still, but. imagine playing only one minute and a quarter. He played four minutes <laughs> and 17 seconds. He shot but I, three I think, threes, hit one. Um, Luka Doncic is You know
1: he had 26 Led the way uh, in that category You know in in scoring And he is you know it's obviously That's awesome because he is It's his first game in Dallas But man the MVP award goes to DeAndre Jordan
0: Good lord Like
1: what a basketball game 22 points 10 rebounds So no One one, assist Two steals five blocks man And two of those blocks Whoa on Carl uh, Anthony Towns, have fun with that. How,
0: Something else we'll talk on Monday yeah, is how the smart fact that they, was it that Carlisle put Dorian Finney-Smith on Towns to start the game, and then had DeAndre as the weak side helper. It, it worked for the first three quarters, and then the fourth yes. quarter it kind of changed. But it was he got benched. In it was the fourth, a pretty nice but, move.
1: But no, in that I almost asked Rick about it, but just everything media tonight was just crazy. There's so much media there tonight. You said this is the most media you've ever seen. Um, I mean, Romo, Dirk started k 9 There's a lot there's of people there. Lot, yeah. I say there's a, there was more because there were a lot of international media there tonight. And that was, you know, yeah, yeah, it's different. And Luke, so
0: Lucas post game, you can hear that, uh, the I think half the questions were either in Spanish or, you know, another language that I don't know, <laughs> you know, like a lot of different languages were, were represented in his post game audio. Yes. And,
1: That whole starting off uh, Dorian on Towns is that, you know, the weak side defense for DeAndre, is it, hey, Towns can shoot threes. It's what we talked about as a worry about DeAndre. Towns can shoot three and we don't want DeAndre out on the perimeter. Um, Was was that – was was that more of a nod towards Finney Smith being able to guard him? Or was that a decision based off, hey, we don't want DeAndre trying to guard him on the perimeter? Because we saw DeAndre Ayton get some shots, and that's just, you know, you see what I'm saying? So, like, we can yeah. talk more about that on Monday, about defensive matchups and stuff. But really, if you want to go down to the fourth quarter, it was, you, you saw a tip of the cap to how the Mavericks are thinking about the fourth quarter go-to moments. Now, I know Harrison's not out there, but it turned into the Wolves coming down, handing the ball to Carl Anthony Towns, and it turned down to Dallas Mavericks handing the ball to Luka 17 Doncic. 17
0: points in the fourth quarter. That that yeah. that dude can score on all three levels. It's like, <laughs> hey,
1: Tibbs, uh, why don't you try to get him the ball more during the first Jeez. three quarters instead of the fourth? Um, he can get it. <laughs> Shout-out to uh, throwback Derek Rose tonight.
0: Yeah. Harb kept, kept saying on the broadcast that he's back. He's like, he's back. He's back. He looks like the old Derrick Rose again. I'm like, he doesn't look that good. but
1: I mean, but, 28 man. points is, uh, I mean, but he attempted 21 shots. Yeah, he took a ton <laughs> of shots. Uh, more than uh, Towns. He shot and double the amount of shots than Andrew Wiggins, by the way.
0: In the fourth quarter, shots. Towns, seven. Derrick Rose, seven. Points. Towns, 17. Derrick Rose, 11. Derrick Rose played the whole fourth quarter too. Wow! And Wes almost played, almost played the whole fourth quarter, except for. Do we want to talk about Wesley Matthews today the, or tomorrow? The people, the people, need not just want the people need you to talk about Wes Matthews right now. I wish you'd take the freaking bow and arrow and just break it in half. And
1: you're not Robin Hood, all right? Like I,
0: the only <laughs> Robin the Hood you are is robbing this hood of buckets. <laughs>
1: Now nah, listen. On a serious note, we got We got to get real. We got to have a come to Jesus meeting right now. I'm worried, man. Sunday, just, Sunday is here, guys. It's Sunday's Sunday. here. Uh, I got to teach here in like a few hours, <laughs> um, but I just don't. I don't know what to do at this point, and it gets it. It makes me worried because literally, my, my our boy sod. Asked a question to Rick Carlisle tonight. Oh, no, I didn't listen to it yet. And said, Rick, how does it feel Wes bouncing back? At the beginning of the game, he started off shooting three for 15. He said, and then he turned in, and Rick interrupts him and goes, don't look at that. Don't look at that. Wes is a competitor. I'm like, what the freaking crap are you talking about? Don't look at three and 15? What? And I'm like sitting there saying, like, I'm literally saying in my head, like, what? We don't look at that. We don't look at the fact that Wes is just chucking them up. Like, it's just like, He's hey, launch it. He's one of
0: it. eight from three.
1: Okay, now, in hindsight, yes. Like, because in the fourth quarter, he had some big shots. And Rick, you know, went on to praise that. Rick, you know, we'll, we'll praise that. I'm saying, hey, Wesley Matthews is, like, he had some big shots in the fourth quarter. and But, like, there was, yeah, that whole first half, it was uh, – it was it was rough, and it it's just the green light decisions with the sh- with the shots and stuff like that compared to you know who we have on the floor. But anyway, there,
0: there are obviously some shots that he could have taken out of that. There are some step backs. There was a shot that I, I didn't even. I was writing down. I, I took a billion notes tonight. I did not even know what to write down. Like I, it was. This is what I said. West drives backwards and takes a three. It was like a five step five-step drop like a quarterback you know how they do the, the three-step and five-step drops he almost took like a five-step drop and then took a three it was like a quadruple step back it was the weird like I don't, some of the, the shots like that you you can take out yeah the other shots where he's just taking threes that are you know that are there and he misses that's gonna happen that's gonna happen I don't with not. shooters because he get streaky but fourth quarter he was four of five and he was three from the field, and he was three of three from, from three at twelve points. I mean, he really settled into the game. He wasn't he wasn't trying yes. to do as much. And when he doesn't try to do as much, he does more. You know, it's kind of like this oxymoron kind of weird thing where if Wes does less, he ends up doing more because he helps out the team by, you know, just being good in the areas that he needs to. And that's what we've been, that's the only thing I feel like we ever say about Wes, about yes. Wes Matthews. But if he misses an open three,
1: like I'm fine. I'm like, oh, dang, Wes, I yes. wish you made that. But if he pumps fake, pump fakes, and then drives in, and then tries to do a move, and then cross over, and then tries to like do a contested, le- no. Mm mm just stop right there.
0: All right, let's uh let's talk about the very end of the game and then let's hear from Luka Doncic. So the uh at the end of the game um Did, can we, can we can we all agree that Dennis Junior pushed off on Derrick Rose?
1: Oh, he definitely pushed off. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> he pushed off like Jeff Teague pushed off on, on JJ Bray, and Jeff Teague had to like what in the world? I didn't even push, push off at all. Oh, and man. Like,
0: Jeff Teague was so heated after that. He was so <laughs> heated.
1: Up. It's like, ah, you got got by JJ.
0: Oh, man. Uh, so, anyway, yes, he, Dennis did push he off. He definitely Derek pushed Rose. off, but he also got fouled. You know, it, as, yeah, yeah. as he was pushing off, he got fouled. Then he hits the shot, hits the jumper. And then DeAndre Jordan comes over and does, you, you know, the uh, the Draymond Green, Kevin Durant gif where, where Draymond <laughs> Green's hyping him up. And he's yeah. like pointing at his chest, and DeAndre did that to Dennis Smith Jr. and it was adorable. It was so it was <laughs> it was adorable. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he had another moment that was on the broadcast. I don't know if you saw it, where uh, Wes was getting ticked, and he got his technical, and then DeAndre came over to him, and he was like DeAndre was was talking at him, and you know trying telling him to calm down and everything, and then at, then. <laughs> Like halfway through when he's talking when he was talking to Wes, Wes like puts his arms straight out and they like hug. What <laughs> <laughs> the world? I know, I need to post this video.
1: Yeah, DeAndre's so fun to have around the team. Like you can't get a guy to say something bad about him around the team right now. Like he, he's fun, he's always laughing, he's laughing with the media. You can he's such a vocal presence on the court. Uh, it's no wonder the Clippers like, wanted to keep him so bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, yeah, just everything. He,
0: it's great uh, having DeAndre around. Yeah, so much. So then, uh, so after that shot, so, so with Jr. gets some free throws. Um, did he hit the free throw? Yeah, he was, uh,
1: I can't remember if he hit the. Free we can games. we can dissect this. On anyway, Monday's we'll fun.
0: just we'll dissect it later. I want
1: to go possession by possession because there was a there was a turnover there about Luca where yes, he tried to force a, a really pass, bad one. A, a pass that we've talked about before that players are going to read that really quick, yes. where Luca drives the lane and tries to Jumps. jump backwards and like it hit Derrick Rose in like his numbers
0: or something. That yeah, and then he got well, we'll talk about it, but he got bailed, he got really got bailed out on that call that foul call by Ta- that was called on Towns. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and then there was the weird thing. We'll talk all about this Monday, but there was that weird thing at the end where they lined up all the players, and then they co- and then Carlisle called timeout, and was like wanted to switch it, and I have all the matchups on there, um, and the ones that changed that I think yeah, like, that was Rick's re-
1: version of like calling a timeout before the kicker takes a field goal. Kick no,
0: he actually thing. made a change. He he made a change. It was it was almost like. How a, well, he's a, wanting to
1: see how they they like lined up and did the
0: formation, and all that Right. Kind of right. It was it was like a, a a linebacker calling an audible on defense, you know. Yeah. And, um. So we'll talk all about that. But let's hear from Luka Doncic. Uh, I only got two shorter clips here, but uh, the first one, Luka is asked about how it, about his play in the second quarter, and I love his answer. I just. I, Luca is very short, <laughs> you know, he doesn't say a lot of things. He says, of course, to pretty much everything that anyone says, because a lot of media questions are really bad, and a lot of them are just insinuating something, like, say, yeah. that, say, that, say yes to this, you know? Um, and I'm definitely guilty of that as well, I don't ask the best questions either, but um, he was asked about how he picked up his, how did he pick up his play in the second quarter, so uh, let's hear from Luca. I was just mad with my game. Uh, <laughs> I didn't playing as I play, so I just got mad. I love that he said he was mad. I love that like that fire and that you know he's like he's like I was mad and that's what that's what sparked his you know his second quarter run i just i love that hey i'm all I'm all about showing the emotions about it and the fact that he actually like got
1: mad about it that's the coolest part and just how much that those threes and stuff added up to build that energy in him. It's great,
0: and then uh, here's another clip from Luca talking about what he thought of Dennis Smith Jr. ending the game, and then another question that was asked to him about his comfortability in the game, and I just really like his answer on this, too. What do you think of the way Dennis was able to you guys? Great.
1: I think we had an amazing four-quarter. West hit some shots, then hit the last
0: shot, so I think like we trust each other. That, that's the point. Did it, it take you a little bit to get comfortable um for me Libby
1: yeah. like in first quarter I wasn't able to score but like after the first basket and kept me going uh fans helped me a lot so yeah
0: that th- there's where he says that the crowd got him into the game and helped him to get more comfortable into the game and really have to settle in um and then the first the first question where he says uh you know what did he think about Dennis Jr ending the game and uh things like that He said, he's like, Wes hit a couple shots. Dennis hit a couple shots. We trust each other. I I like that. I like that they can trust each other, you know, not necessarily like with a pass, but that they trust that someone else is going to get something done on the court. And that's that's a really good sign for this team. Yeah, that bond between both of them. I mean, it just, it seems like it's just, it continues to grow. And it doesn't, it hasn't really manifested on the court very much. And we'll break that down on Monday. But I don't, I don't really feel like there's a lot of two, like, Luca, it seems like they're doing a lot of your turn, my turn kind of thing. But yeah. but the, no, so, yeah, the yeah. so the trust in that situation for me comes more of when it's your turn, I'm gonna trust you to do something with it. When it's my turn, you gotta trust me to do something with it. So there's there's a difference in, in the trust there as far as, you know, I'm in the court, but we'll talk about that more Monday.
1: Nick, do you want some you want some deep reporting for the pod?
0: Heck yeah. Breaking news on the podcast right now. If you are stopping this podcast and you never listen to the rest of this, you'll never know what Isaac's about to
1: read. You'll never know. Costas Antetokounmpo, his rookie backpack, is Disney princesses. There it is.
0: Is it all of them?
1: All of them. It's like a montage. Are oh, they no, cartoon? Like it's like cartoon from yes. like a new Record Ralph movie. They're all they're all like just jumbled together, and it's just all over the backpack. Disney princesses like faces. <laughs> I will say this: Jalen Brunson got the best end of everything. He so he picks up. <laughs> I'm beside Brunson uh, as he finishes. Uh, he's getting ready. He picks up this like really nice fashion backpack. It's like black, and he puts it on. And I look at him. and I say where's your rookie backpack you don't have one like costas or any of them he goes oh no it's right here in the floor bro has two backpacks he just carries his rookie one i'm like okay that's smart that move but then he picks it up and he goes i said what design do you have he goes oh mine ain't too bad picks it up it's just a black and white like mickey mouse one i'm like man i was like i was like that's actually a decent little backpack (laughs) <laughs> uh so anyway, that's your uh, rookie backpack uh, in-depth reporting. And <laughs> lastly, <laughs> somebody uh, sent a tweet uh, that I wanted to get in there really quick that said <laughs> uh Drumroll Nick This is from Brostradamus 4. Oh. L- Let's talk about the fact that Luca has a better home opener than LeBron James. <laughs>
0: at least he didn't punch him yeah let's talk about it bro at, at least he didn't
1: punch anybody <laughs> he
0: did not punch
1: anybody uh shout out to who do you even oh, root man. for in a rondo versus chris paul battle oh I mean, my that's gosh like, is that I, like the basketball version of hillary versus trump i don't
0: <laughs> oh i should have even said that on the pod <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't but now, really... you, now they get to choose which side oh um, yeah. oh man yeah, Le- Le- LeBron. My- the game just ended. LeBron had twenty four, five and five with two steals, <laughs> and Luca had twenty six
1: with a win. Yeah, he- with the LeBron win. LeBron lost too.
0: Yeah, they did lose. They did. Anyway, lose. and they're hey, gonna lose Nick, some of their Nick, players.
1: <laughs> Nick, what's the Lakers' record right now?
0: Oh man, are they zero and two? Oh, they're zero and two.
1: Nick is. Does the Mavericks have a better record than the Lakers right now?
0: They do. They're higher up, the, high up in the standings. Let's go. Let's go! Hey, the <laughs> Mavericks. Next two are, are sort of the Mavericks, as it sits right now, with some kind of random tiebreakers, are sixth in the West. Playoffs, baby!
1: <laughs> hey, we joked about their first four games. It was Phoenix, Minnesota, Atlanta, or Chicago, and Atlanta. Yeah, and we we said, hey, three and one should be a good like. Um, that's what Goal. they should shoot for, but we said that not viewing Jimmy Butler situation happen, a, thinking that Minnesota would be a
0: good litmus test for this team. If they get yeah, 3-1, that that would be very telling of this team. And they th- lost well, we the thought game the Minnesota they should have won, and yeah, then they won this one that they probably shouldn't have. Because even without Jimmy Butler, I was thinking about this during the game, even without Jimmy Butler, you still have Wiggins, who's a max player, you know? I mean, Isaac's giving me eyes, but he's still a max player, 20 point per game scorer.
1: How much money does Wesley Matthews
0: make? They still, They still have they still have Towns who's an all-NBA talent. Like he's an yes. all-NBA player. So they they have the talent advantage over the Mavericks, you know, like on the top end. They have the best player on the floor. They have the best player on the floor, for sure. Uh wherever you want to put Wiggins after that, he's not second or third probably. <laughs> <laughs> but he does score. He does score baskets. Uh, Derrick Rose also probably in the same vein as Wiggins right now. He scores baskets. Oh
1: gosh. And Tibbs is mine. He's the same vein as Towns.
0: Could you hear Tibbs tonight? Um, like,
1: No, I honestly didn't even know he existed tonight. I couldn't hear I him did. on
0: the broadcast very very much at all.
1: I didn't even like look at him one time.
0: Like, I didn't even know that he was there. Because there are certain arenas that pick up. You know, the, the mics on the court pick up his. Ice, ice, ice. Carl, Carl.
1: He just looks like the penguin off the bat, man. That's all I know. Anyway, I'm yes. done with my hot takes. We'll be back tomorrow.
0: We'll be back on Monday.
1: We'll be on my, Tomorrow.
0: Oh, that is tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be back
1: tomorrow with an in-depth
0: breakdown. We're excited. Guys, Mavericks won a game. We're excited. Hey, and the Mavericks play tomorrow, too, against the Chicago Bulls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: so, Do they uh, really? Is it back-to-back? Yeah, get ready. That, well, it's not back-to-back. I mean, today's play Sunday. Monday.
0: I'm so I'm so. Get your days right, Nick. Gosh. (laughs) What is up with me and not knowing days? That's the second time this has happened. (laughs) On the the podcast, like live on the podcast. Oh, man. Guys, it was fun. I hope you enjoyed the reaction. We'll be back at the in-depth breakdown. And then we got games. I mean, we just got games after games. Like Isaac said, Monday, there's a Bulls game. Wednesday, there's a game against the Hawks. Friday, there's a game against the Raptors who knows if uh Kawhi Leonard's going to play they're resting him on uh, Saturday night and then we have Hopefully uh,
1: Barnes is back by that game at least he m- might be back for Monday ooh
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: hopefully hopefully for
0: sure but the uh Hawks and Bulls are 0 2 and they are they are not
1: good <laughs> no that would be bad if we lost one of those. you think those Wes
0: games. is going to guard Trey Young
1: I I guess so I don't know
0: He's out on no. Wes. He's so out on West. No comment. Wes is the new Dwight, pal. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. That was a win column.